This speech is my recital. I think it's very vital to rock around. That's right. On top. It's tricky. It's so tight. Here we go. It's tricky to rock around, to rock around. That's right. On time It's tricky. It's tricky. 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 And rock a rhyme. I said it's not that easy. It's tricky to rock around, to rock around. That's right, on time it's tricky. How is it, babe? It's tricky, tricky, tricky. It's tricky to rock around, rock around. That's right, on time it's tricky. Tricky, tricky, tricky. In New York, the people talk and try to make us rhyme. They really hawk, but we just walk because we have no time. And in the city, it's a pity because we just can't hide. Tinted windows don't. Pump, pump, run your round the track and walk it off. So check for me. To- 
Yo, what's the deal? What's going on? You got the mayor in the building live and direct, man. This is After Further Review 2.0, a.k.a. the sideline pass, coming at you a little late in the building, but we here. I had to get over the shock, and we're going to get into that later. You know what I mean? Um, I got some people in the building with me, so we're going to get right into it. I got my man Sean Stewart in the house with me. He rocks out with me on Active VR Network. I got my man Hollywood in the house. He's live and direct. He's ready to get it popping. I got George Little John on standby. He's in the building. Shout out to everybody that's in the chat room. We're going to get it in tonight. We're going to let you, you know, vent, laugh, do whatever you got to do. But first of all, let me say this, man. Let me say this. As a Knicks fan, I'm disappointed, but not to the degree of, you know, oh, my goodness, now what we're going to do. I had a discussion with my man Hollywood earlier, and I told him, yo, if we don't get the number one pick, all we got to do is just fall back into the cut. And now it's time for us to get our grind on. Now it's time for Scott Perry, you know what I mean, to get his grind on and to see what, it was, to see what else is out there. So we're going to get into that tonight. We're going to get into some other stuff. Whatever you want to get into, man, 954-246-0398 is the math. I repeat, 954-246-0398 is the mathematics. We're going to get it popping. We got Golden State Warriors and the Portland Trailblazers game one. Western Conference Finals. We're taking it back to the old school. We're going to do it kamikaze style tonight, y'all. I got you. All right? Action VR Network is in the building. Let's get it. Hey, yo, Hollywood, what's good, man? What's the deal? I got Hollywood in the building. No more talking. Let's get it. What's happening? What's, what's good, man, man? What's going on with you, man? Hey, man, I'm all right. How you feeling? As a Lincoln fan, how you feel? Well, you know, I mean, the number four pick is not the worst pick in the world. It's interesting to see what we're going to do with that pick. Um, you know, I think it was a pretty good lottery for us. I didn't expect for us to go as high as we can. I I totally disagree with this uh, this NBA system as far as this lottery is concerned, and I'm not just saying that to say it. I didn't like it coming into the, um, into the lottery coming in tonight. I think you should reward a team in a way for falling into the last place and finishing the season last. I really do think that they should have a little bit more ping-pong balls than everybody else. I don't think a team that made the playoffs should be in the top five pick. I don't think a team that came close to making the playoffs should be in the top five pick. I think it should be in the bottoms-out team first and then the rest of the bunch after. I mean, I, and that's just my opinion. But I just don't like the whole system and format that the NBA is doing. I think it's penalizing teams that you know, had a bad year. I mean, whether they tanked it or, or stanked it, whatever you want to call it, I just think that the that teams that finished last at the bottom should be at least have a better chance than everyone else in the draft to um, get that first top three picks. I was disappointed with Phoenix, number six. I was disappointed with Cleveland being number five. And I was very disappointed with the Knicks being number three, even though, Actually, you know what? I can't be disappointed with the Knicks number three because they actually was in the top three of the worst teams in the league, and the balls was in their, you know, in their court. But I don't, I, I just, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that's something that the NBA may have to look at after this lottery to figure out how can we, you know, help out a little bit more of the teams that finish last and get those teams that finish, you know, in the playoffs or the 
Man, listen, all that, all that is far well and good. That, that's, that's nice. That's, that's beautiful. You know what I'm saying? But I'm going to tell you like this. Um, Portland has an early 5 nothing lead on Golden State. Uh, West Conference Finals just got underway um, in Oakland. Um, that sounds all good. But you know what? The Pelicans is laughing at everybody right now. They're not so much really worried about Anthony Davis. Let me tell you something. The Pelicans is laughing at everybody right now. I got my man Sean Stewart in the house with me. What's good, Sean? How you feel? Um, I haven't talked to you in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to get it in tonight. Let me, let me say this real quick. The Pelicans, man, laughing at everybody right now. All the drama they was going with, going through surrounding with Anthony Davis. You know what I mean? He had one and a half feet out the door. You know what I'm saying? They turn around, you know, all the scuttlebutt and the talk is about how the Pelicans don't have a front office staff, how, you know, um, you know the owners of the Saints, and, 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 and they, they try to put together a patchwork front office in New Orleans, all the Anthony Davis drama, where's he going? He doesn't want to be in New Orleans no more. He's wearing all these T-shirts. They're booing him, all this nonsense. Y'all stuck with each other. Now look what happened. Zion Williamson drops in your lap, allegedly. So now the Lakers, with all their infinite wisdom, with the Magic Johnsons and the Rob Palakers and the, and the Genie Buses and all these, the LeBron James and, 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 and the Maverick Carters and all the dudes, they just swore up and down they were trying to get Anthony Davis. It never worked out. So to me, it's, it's like a thing where it's karma. It's kind of like karma. But as a Knicks fan, I'm not disappointed. We're going to do what we got to do. Sean Stewart, man, what's, what's the deal, man? What's good with you, man? Talk about it a little bit. Well, I did not think at first the New Orleans Pelicans was going to get that first round pick. I was pretty right. shocked. But right. man, I thought like it was going to be like he was going to like a high market team like New York, Atlanta, something like that. But since he's going to the Pelicans, this is going to make mm-hmm. Andy Davis going to stay. So they yeah. definitely going to have to like take their time to build this roster. I mean, you know, definitely you look at it to me. I feel like, yeah, you, you, you're absolutely right. Anthony Davis is going to stay. But I look at the circumstances behind him now, you know, being purported to stay now. You know, all of this nonsense and drama about him, where, where he was going and, you know, what they was trying to do and they were trying to manipulate the Lakers situation where they could get Anthony Davis and, they, you know, the Pelicans are being laughed at. Now the Pelicans is holding them hostage. And so now all that drama now has, you know, come to this. And I think that what the Pelicans should do, I mean, if they was in their right mind, what they should do, you know what I mean, is, is, is keep Anthony Davis, keep Zion, you know what I mean? And now I just have it, you know, to a situation where you got two young superstars, the attention of the league is going to be on you. So now just make it do what it do. So as a Knicks fan, I have to worry about what, what, what number two is doing. Right. You know what I mean? I got, I got to worry about that as a Knicks fan. And, 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 and I mean, you know, a shout out to all the Knicks fans who thought, you know, and, and hopes and, and prayed on Zion Williamson coming, three-letter man, all you other cats out there on Twitter. Shout out to y'all, man. You know what I mean? Y'all know how to keep hope alive in the spirit of Jesse Jackson and all that. I ain't mad at you. But for real, for real, if you was doing the science to this, once it started, you know, once it's the, 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 the lower parts of the draft started getting manipulated to where New Orleans was moving up, and this one was moving up, and that one was moving up, I was like, oh, man, here we go. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, so so I, I kind of looked at it like as anything goes. But, um, Wood, man, talk about hey, it a little bit, man. What, what's your thoughts on that? 
This might be a blessing in the skies for the Knicks. I'll tell you why. Yeah. Yep. Because now, right, look at it like this. Mm-hmm. Now that Zion is going, apparently heading to the Pelicans, right? Again, mm-hmm. that I said the same thing as soon as I found out the Pelicans received the first pick. I said, you know what? This is going to make Anthony Davis want to stay now. You got you have the premier college player coming out that everybody's building all this hype around, right? So now, by that happening, you can't turn around you can't turn around unless 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 he just wants to get out of there. You can't turn around if you're the Pelicans and say, "Hey, I'm going to trade Anthony Davis now to the Boston Celtics," which Kyrie Irving might look at and say, "Wait a minute, we got Anthony Davis now. Maybe I might want to stay in Boston." But now looking at Anthony Davis maybe staying in in, in New Orleans, now that definitely clears the path for him to go to the Knicks. That's how I look at it. Again, that's just my opinion, but I look at it. I look at it. From from a, a a good standpoint, this probably was a blessing for the Knicks. It was, and it also take it also believe it or not, it takes pressure off a number one pick being the Madison Square Garden. It really does. I mean, would you rather would you rather deal with the pressure as a number one pick that has to perform every single night? You know how New York is, or you're the third pick. Hey, I'm not Zion Williamson, but I might be whoever I am, or they might even look to exploding, exploring into trading that pick, which you and I talked about earlier, you know, doing the homework. What do you do if you're the Knicks now? Do you keep that pick? Or do you try to trade that pick and upgrade your team right away? Or do you take somebody like a R.J. Barrett, Hachimura from Gonzaga, or even a Hunter from Virginia? What do you do now if you're the Knicks? And they have about two months to decide, what, about a month and a half to decide what they're going to do with that pick. Um, you know what? <clears throat> I think that um, you know, if 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 you're New Orleans and you got that pick, you stick with it, you do what you do with it. If you're the Knicks, you know, uh, as far as the pressure is concerned, you're gonna get pressure regardless of who you are or where you get picked at. You're gonna get pressure. Um, but I think that pressure would have been a little bit softened with the addition of whatever you know, two max players that we get. I didn't think it, I didn't think it would be about you know wh- whatever rookie that we got. I thought it would be about the two max players, you know, be it you know Kevin Durant and whoever else. I thought it would be about them, and um, you know now it's like whoever we get, be it R.J. Barrett, be it you know John Morant, be it whoever we get now, they're they're going to be the one that's going to play with the two max players. You know what I'm saying? To go along with the, you know, Dennis Smith Juniors and and those guys, you know what I mean. To go along with those guys, you know, the trainers and, and and those guys. So again, man, I think that um, you know, <clears throat> it could be a blessing in disguise, regardless of who we get. You know what I mean. So now it's not so much of of what you have to do; it's what you're gonna do now. You're a, you know you're gonna get drafted by the New York Knicks, number three in the draft. That's still very important. That's still a very important pick. Um. Sure. What's your what's your thoughts on um what's going on? What's your thoughts on what's going on um with your guys and, and when you when you got picked at in the draft? Yeah. 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 Okay, that's what I thought. So like right now, so like like I said <laughs> earlier before, like if you're the Pelicans right now, you, you got to think about like okay, we got we got Anthony Davis, you got Zion. You need some point. You need like a 
a point guard to like like a quarterback like that knows like how to like make the team better. Plus, you need the front office to like step up. And then for the Knicks part, God knows what what James Dolan will do. As long as James Dolan doesn't like hands on the team, this team will be all right. So the only hope you can have right now is having KD and uh, Kyrie. I don't know if y'all want Kyrie or not. Want who? Kyrie Irving. Turner? I see Irving. Everybody's going against Kyrie Irving. I think I have to be the only. Well, I ain't gonna say I'm the only fan. I, I, I really would love Kyrie Irving to play on the Knicks next year. I really would. I really would. I think he I think he is what they need as a point guard. And, you know, it's been a, it's, it's, to me, it's been a while since the Knicks had a real dominating point guard the way that Kyrie Irving would step in and take over. And that's what I think. I mean, <laughs> man, you said it earlier when I told you about Kyrie being a uh, poison. You said, oh, home now in, in New York. And you don't think that that would be, you know, I'll go back to George. I don't know if it was George or, um, or the mayor I was talking to earlier about that with Kyrie Irving being the poison. But I think that Kyrie being in New York, you know, somewhere where he's familiar with being, you know, playing for a, a um, franchise that's in desperate need of some motivation, I, I, I would sign Kyrie Irving. I would definitely sign him. I would sign him. And I'll get out the way. I'll let my, my my general manager, my president, my coach. I mean, you gotta let these guys run the team. Just sign checks, sign the checks, and sit back and watch. And if after two years it's not going good, hey, step in. But at least you owe them guys two years of this team. Well, it's soon to be team. You're allowed. You gotta give them that time to see what goes on with them. You have a good front office now. You have a very good coach. I think they have some young players. I think they had a couple of uh, veterans on that team, and and just 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 the motivation. And I think that New York is going to definitely be found in another year or two. You know, so I'm definitely on board with signing Kyrie. And like you said, man, it, this draft, hey, everybody wanted Zion. That, that, that's it. Everybody wanted Zion. I don't care who you were. You could have been whoever's going to win this championship this year. You would want Zion. But for the mm-hmm. Knicks. It's about the free agents. It's about what are you doing going forward? Right, right. You know, That's right. You could, you could get. Listen, you could. Have, Zion Williams could have fell on your lap, but then if you don't sign two big time free agents, then you go with Then what you got? Then right. three years. What do you got? At, yeah, three years you've been looking at trading Zion. You know, I mean, we'd have been. Oh, he's a bust and all that. But you know, like George Lujan would say, not that he might be a bust, it's the fit that he's at. Let me, ask you, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Does at, does Memphis now at number two? Do they try to you know um, figure at, if, if they could take John Morant and 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 Conley can you know go somewhere else? They can get you know they can pack his Conley somewhere and, and and start over with with John Morant at the point guard in Memphis. I asked myself that question when he landed number two. Now, what I think it's a no-brainer for Memphis because people forget last year they had Jaron Jackson Jr., who was an outstanding big man who's going to be a big star. So you pair mm-hmm. you pair a man with Jackson. That's pick and roll for days. And both mm-hmm. the thing about it is Jackson is a great defender and offensive player. So they have a great foundation now. So yeah, that's going to be the next move. They're going to probably trade Conley for something. I mean, Conley has a big salary, but Conley can still play, and he has value. 
So that, that right. Memphis, right. Memphis, is a, Memphis is a winner tonight. That's a, I mean, they have Memphis. Those two, people don't realize how good Jaron Jackson was last year. And then keep mm-hmm. in mind, after that trade, when they got Valanciunas, who's still a young player, um, mm-hmm. Valanciunas actually played better on Memphis. So Memphis actually is not in pretty good shape. You know. Right. Right. And, 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 I mean. And, and Connolly's in his prime. I mean, the whole thing is they were trying to trade Connolly to Utah, mm-hmm. but he mm-hmm. did not want to go there. And that would have been a great thing right. for him, him with, you know, with the, um, the young guard there they got. But Connolly has value, just no matter where, where he would go. You know, and he, right. he, has a big, he has a big salary, but he has value. He can still play. Okay. I mean, you know, looking at, you know, like you said, Memphis is, is, is coming up. You know, big in this one, like you said. I mean, you know, they have the the option to go whether with a John Morant or you know, um, um, you know, R.J. Barrett. But I'm looking, you know, looking at them. I think again, either way they go, <clears throat> they can come up a, a winner in that situation. That's so then true. that leaves you with the Knicks at number three. Now, what do you do with the at, at number three? Is that three, you know, what does that three look like to somebody else who is in in, in need of? Uh, uh, infusion of some young talent that the Knicks should get somebody that could come in there and play right now. What is that number three pick worth? Well, I mean, it's hard to tell. But my thing is, it, yeah, you know, and the, the Knicks, you know, they had the kid from last year. I think that Barrett has more potential than the kid they had mm-hmm. from last year. But you can't just give up on somebody. So the thing is, right. it, w- it would not surprise me if the Knicks trade that number three pick. Believe right. it or not. For maybe, for maybe two later first round picks, because like to to me after the ran, after the first two picks, I think from three to fifteen, there's not that much difference in these players. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, so, I mean, Barrett mm-hmm. is good, but there's, mm-hmm. there's guys who are who are eleven, twelve, and thirteen who actually can play too, and it's really right. Like, I don't, I, I'm not sure if Barrett's going to be a star. I don't know. I really don't know. But mm. this, this is not it's, it, what it is. Is to me, this was a two man draft in, in terms of like. You know the standout players. The, right, other, right, right, right. The other very good players. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think it wouldn't be bad because it's the Knicks just need talent, and I'd rather get two good players who could, who, who could play in the first round than taking a chance with Barrett when you already have a guy in that position. Because Barrett's a three, mm-hmm. right. you know. And right, you have a three, right. You know? That's a good right. point, Gene. Mm-hmm. But also, I trust the new Knicks management, too. I think they're going to make the right move, whatever they do. I think that, well, you know... Go ahead, go ahead. No, it's just a scary situation. It's a scary... It's a scary situation if you're the general manager of the New York It is because, like you said, you could trade, maybe you could get two first-round players in this draft that, you know, like George said, from 3 to 15. It's not that much difference from player to player. Um, but then you look at what's next, what's available after Moran, what's available after Zion. Is R.J. Barrett or anyone else a franchise changer? And if you can't answer that question confidently, then you have to trade the thing. That's how I look at it. If you can't sit there and say tonight, if you're Perry and Dolan and, and, and whoever, if you can't say hey, and you know what? We're third. We're not. We're not worried about this. We're gonna take R.J. Barrett. That's gonna be our. That's gonna be our player down the line. You know, you or, or, or Hachimura or whoever. Then trade it. Then trade it. And I don't think Knicks fans would be so upset if the Knicks ended up taking 
one pick and turn it into two pretty good picks. I don't think so. I really don't. I don't think, again, again, man, I'm going back to what you said. It all comes back down to July 1st. Because anybody can play with Kevin. Yeah, I mean, you know, right now, all of the, all this is right now is that one, you know, one piece of the puzzle has been kind of, you know, plugged in. We all know where, you know, Zion Williamson is going. You know what I'm saying? So now, you know, the rest of the puzzle has to be completed. But I think that, um, again, at the end of the day, as a Knicks fan, I don't think it's as bad as a lot of people would make it out to be, you know, because we didn't get Zion Williamson. I think, you know, there's a, there, there's, there's a lot of, you know, interesting things that could go on in this draft. Uh, we talked a little bit earlier about how, um, you know, the, the, the key holders to this, to this whole situation is Memphis at number two. Now, if they take, you know, say they take John Morant at number two, okay, boom. Um, well, what are they going to do with Mike Conley? Um, then you have the Knicks still on the clock now at number three. Do they go with a guy like uh, uh, R.J. Barrett? Do they go Cam Reddish? What, what do they do? What do the Knicks do at, at number three with that pick? Or do they trade it? Now, I'm not really trying to trade down into the first round. I'm trying to get – if I'm trying to, to, to be, you know, to represent that 20-to-1 pick to go to the NBA Finals that Vegas got me at, I'm trying to get somebody that's going to help me right now. I can't, I, can't, I can't do no project thing. I need somebody that's going to help me right now to go along with those two max players that I'm getting ready to get. That even makes it, you know, that makes it better. Go ahead. Let's say hypothetically, again, hypothetically, let's say uh-huh. you, get, you get those two max players in the next game, whoever they are, right? Right. Then right. you're looking for a different kind of player. Because then what happened is, okay, you look at maybe, okay, I'm just hypothetical. Uh, uh-huh. Phoenix, Phoenix, Phoenix needs a point guard. They, they didn't get, they, there are some decent point guards. They're not, they're not going to get Moran Commanders too unless they make some kind of trade. Phoenix mm-hmm. has a couple players that may not be a fit, but they are potentially very good role players. Like they have a kid, Bridges, on, um, from last year, a rookie, right? Right now. The kid, Miles Bridges, right? Makai. Makai. Miles is on, uh, Miles is on Charlotte. He's good, too. Okay, but, okay, okay, okay. Makai, the thing with Makai. Makai. Nova, right, right, right. Right, Makai is super athletic, right? Right. Um, mm-hmm. His weakness, he doesn't create his own shot well. Right now, right. But, he, but he can shoot. But last year, even even more so than Mitchell Robinson, Makai mm-hmm. Bridges was the best defensive rookie in the league last year. He became a stopper, but they were on a bad team, so it wasn't really right. noticed. So right. a player like him would fit, right, because he can play right now. He has the definable skill. He, he can stop people, and he can hit open shots. So a guy like him may not be a star, but he's athletic. He can hit shots. He can stop people. That's a winning player. But to keep this in mind, who does that sound like? What players, when they first came in the league, they, they didn't handle the ball well, but they were like six 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 seven. but they could stop people. You know, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Jimmy Butler. Don't, mm. those, none of those guys are top five picks. Remember that. So, George. But they came in a certain There's a certain kind of player that's excelling now in the NBA. Those wing right. guys, those wing players that can come in as good defenders, but they develop the other skills later on. Right now, Makai can guard you and he can shoot. He just doesn't dribble well. Paul George did not dribble well when he first came to the league. Look at him now. Jimmy Butler right. did not dribble well. Look at him now. You know, 
Um, Giannis is a, is a different animal, you know, but that kind of player is very valuable now. I'm not saying Makai Bridges is that, but even if he doesn't become that, he would fit in with, say, a hypothetically, if you bring in, if you get a KD and a, and a, and a Butler or a KD and a Kyrie, because he has an accountable role. And, and plus, he right. can grow. He can grow. Mm-hmm. Sometimes right. guys who are very athletic, where they, like, what they can do, they do, but the other things kick in later on. So, again, mm-hmm. the Knicks are in a good shape. I guess what I'm trying to say is they have options, you know? Like they, and they may, right. not, they, they may not go for the op- if you If you notice, like, teams that end up winning, they always have one or two guys and be like, I don't think he could play like that because they're in the right situation. You look at, like, mm-hmm. a P.J. Tucker, mm-hmm. everybody's talking about him. He's been in the league for years, but because he's playing with star players, he looks good, you know? Yeah. Um, same thing with Draymond. You know? Mm-hmm. That's no doubt, man. Yeah, no doubt, man. And, and, and you're absolutely right. I think, you know, a lot of things have to be, you know, dealt with. I mean, you know, we're dealing with the, with, the, with the fan that, you know, the fanatical fan that wants to, you know, win the championship right away. You know what I'm saying? We're not dealing, you know, we, we, we try to deal with the fans that, you know, kind of have some perspective on it. That, right. like, you don't understand what this thing is about. And, uh, again, man, not, not, there's nothing wrong with having dreams. There's nothing wrong with that. Because no. I would like to see the Knicks in the playoffs every year, too, and competing for the championship. Don't get it twisted. You know what I'm saying? But I think that, you know, with the way we go about it, you know, we've been waiting this long. You know what I mean? And we're, and we're close. You know, because this, this is going to be a very important summer for the Knicks. It's going to be yeah. a very – and still, at least we know now where we are. Can you imagine what the hype would be like if, yeah, we did end up with the number one pick in our rap? We'd be going crazy. We'd be well, going crazy. Well, so Are, you think, I'm, I'm wondering what AD yeah, is going to do now. Yeah, that's, yeah. He's, yeah. Saying, he's going to stay. He's going to stay. Mm. Listen to me. He's going to stay. They, and they, I would – listen to me. They may not want him. They, they may say, you know what? Uh, yeah. That's true. Say we, we can build. We can get a good haul for him, and we can build. Right, 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 right. Hey, right. Do, that's right. What? Hey, George, I yeah. tell you what. If, if I'm the oh, candidate, general manager, I'm, I'm, I'm revisiting the Lakers. Oh, who else you want to throw in the ball uh, 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 too? You, you, you want to throw him in there too? Let's I, see. I, I actually think that the, they can get a better deal than than that. Other teams. Give me a better. Give me a better. Give me a better deal. Give me a better deal. I want to hear one. And Cruz was one-dimensional. I think they can get a better deal. I don't care. Yeah. I mean, Boston can offer more if they still want AD. Boston can offer for more. You know? You know? Mm, I'm not a fan of Tate. I'm not a fan of Tate. Tate's going to be a star, period. Tate, Tate, he might be. He might be. has worthy skills. James worthy skills. Okay. Uh, I, think, I, think, I think Tatum, you know, he, 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 can, he can grow into that. And I think that last year you know, put a lot of expectations on this plate for this year, and it really didn't fulfill up to that the way it was supposed to or the people, way people thought it would, but it still has time to grow. So I'm not mad at Jason Tatum. Right. Tatum is 20, 21 years old. Plus right. He had to deal with the fact of Kyrie and Haywood coming back, and Haywood wasn't really ready. And so Haywood, he was, so he, it wasn't the same amount of shots as him, amount of playing time. It was a different right. role. But quite right. as kept with all Tatum's 
so-called non-expectations, his rebounding jump this year. So, I, and I think mm-hmm. he's a player when one thing didn't work. All the, last year he wasn't a great rebounder. This year he jumped up right. seven rebounds a game. How many twenty-one-year-old players average seven rebounds a game? <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. Did my mm-hmm. did my did my eyes go crazy? But did I see the Atlanta Hawks get two picks? My buddy, did the Hawks? Did the Hawks get two picks here in the first round? I think they got three. Yeah, I think, yeah, two or three. Oh, my God. Okay, there there you go. There's your team. There's your team right there. If anybody moves to the number one pick, it'll be the Atlanta Hawks. I can see them trading all those picks to to, to, um, New Orleans and getting that number one pick. I can see that happening. That's possible. I definitely can see that. Three picks. Or or getting AD. Right. Right. There you go. Right. 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 That's right, man. Yo, wow. we we in the building. Hey, 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 Sean, what's good, man? I I'm, I need to hear from you, man. I need to need to chime in. Let me know you're still out there, yo. I'm still what's good? watching the basketball game. <laughs> um, what 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 are your thoughts right now in regards to um the Western Conference Finals where we got the Golden State Warriors and the Portland Trailblazers um at the end of the first quarter is 27-23. Uh, Golden State. What's your thoughts on, on, on the game right now, Sean? Well, right now, I can see this game, like, I, like right now, like, if the Portland Trailblazers lose, it's not going to be a big deal, but I can see this game, like, in six, like, in the six games, and I'm very mm-hmm. impressed with Portland because I never thought Portland would ever make it to the conference finals. I really did. I thought it was going to be, like, Denver and Golden State or somebody else in the Western Conference. So you got to give your hats to uh, Damian Lillard and the rest of the guys because they're really getting it done. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I think that with what, um, you know, Golden State had to do, you know, uh, during the regular season, now, you know, it's getting real for them, you know, and, and it's real for everybody else in the West as, re- as well. You saw what Denver did throughout the regular season, the spectacular regular season. They kind of stubbed their toe towards the end. You know what I mean? They really weren't right. You know what I mean? But you know, that doesn't really matter in the playoffs. Nobody got no time for you to get right. We saw what happened to Oklahoma City when Russell Westbrook didn't really show up. And Portland took advantage of that. Dame Lillard had a field day. Then, you know, Denver, you know, for all the props that they got and all the winning that they did in the regular season, you know, they still went to a game seven. But they, you know, you know, Portland still did their numbers too, man. So shout out to Damian Lillard. Shout out to CJ McCollum. Shout out to Enos Cannon. Shout out to that whole squad, man, when nobody thought. Shout out to Terry Stotts, man. Yes. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Shout out to all that whole, you know, situation out there when nobody thought that, you know, they could, you know, make it to the Western Conference Finals, like you said. And nobody's probably really giving them a shot to win. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And you know what the funny thing is? They haven't been to the Conference Finals for, like, almost 20 years. That goes back to the to, to the to – the, Clyde the Glides and, and the Cliff Robinsons and the Curseys and the and, and the Kevin Deck, Duckworths, Ray Rest in Peace, and the Terry Porters and, 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 and all of that. Yeah, man. So I mean, you know, um it's a, Yeah, 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 you know what I'm saying? So it go it goes back to all of that. So uh, again, man, um that's a team that, you know, people you know, you sleep on him and, and now you see the cream always rises to the top. We could talk about the regular season all we want. You know what I mean? Um, you know, 82 games does not your season make. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and you could, you know, you could go 73 and nine. You know what I'm saying? And still not win the title. Exactly. That, that's you know what I'm saying. That type of thing. 
and you could go, you know, you could be an AC and you could, you know, make it as far as a, you know, conference final or whatever. But again, man, I think, yeah, go ahead. You know, what I, I love, like I, love I love, I love. I love when you let, don't let me finish my thought, but go ahead. Go you ahead. already know that. Uh, you, you already know that. We the bad cop. This <laughs> time, I'm the bad one. Khalid <laughs> Alibi. <laughs> but you know what I like about Portland? No, I'll tell you what I really like about that Portland franchise. The homegrown talent. I like that. I, I, like, I, like, I like how they rolls their players up from the dead. Well, not from the dead. From the beginning. From a pup to a dog. I, that's what I like about them. Sometimes it's not always about going out there and spending big time money. That's what I like about do, do you do you think do you think this team would go as far if they still would have had Lamarcus Aldridge? No. 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 The way he's been playing, he's not as I thought he would be. Hey, to, to me, Lamarcus Aldridge, to me, he you know, as George says, it's about the right situation. That was a, a good player bad situation for him. You know, I mean, good player, bad situation. Everybody that's a superstar. Yeah, I thought he picked two years ago. I think I think he's a, a good player, but I think he, he actually picked two years ago. And I think mm. and he's still a good player. He's just not, you're not as your number one, he's not going to um, go but so far. I think he'd be a great number two. Right, you know, right. He's a great number two. He's, he's still a very good player, but not as your number one. No doubt. Well, let me let me get well, you guys. Let me get you guys' opinion. Hold up, right quick, right quick. You know I gotta talk about it, Mister Little John. You already know I gotta talk about this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I always held my ground when the Knicks got this dude. I was like, I'm not with it. Mister Little John was like, give him a chance. We'll see what happens. Then he didn't show up to the exit meeting. I'm like, I'm really not really interested oh, in this oh, dude. Oh, oh, yeah, hold up. Wait, I'm 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 going somewhere with this. I'm going somewhere with this. Then, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know what I mean, why he got his brother in the mix of the whole time being in his ear, not listening to what's going on, where he has to deal with his situation, with his injury. You know what I mean? After, you know, he came in his rookie, he dropped, gave a 17 and 7, I think it was, which was all good. We, we accepted that. You know what I mean? But now you're trying to get outside of yourself. Now, you, you know, you don't come to the meetings. You talk about you want to go, you want to get traded. Okay, we got you out of here. Now you're going to Dallas, and, and, and you talk about how you love it down there, the culture is right for you and all that, whatever that means. You know what I mean? The culture is right for you down there. I think if you'd have stayed in New York, at least in New York, you would have learned how to fight. You mean to tell I, – I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That was, that was not a good look. I was like, they can't, they, they can't be Chris Porzingis with the speed that – Leaking. He's up there leaking. Yeah, he dodged the bullet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you when I'm gonna tell you when, when I, my thoughts change about Porzingis. I'm t- okay, go ahead. Was last year right before he got hurt? Uh-huh. There, was, there was a right. game. They were playing um, the the young Denver team because Denver. I got other thoughts about Denver, but I'll get back to that. But the, the young Denver team, who's gonna be a future good team? Because anyway, I, I don't want to get sidetracked. But there was a game they played last year, and, and Porzingis was on a big streak. You know, he was at that mm-hmm. particular time, he was averaging about twenty four a game, and mm-hmm. um, it was hard away. Actually, wasn't hurt yet. They were rolling, and um, Jokic killed him. Jokic killed him, and it was the way he killed him. It was the way. It was like Jokic was relentless. It was like Jokic is not super athletic. You know, he's not super fast. 
but he's so fundamentally sound. He was hitting his layup, sitting three, and Porzingis couldn't do a thing with him. And, right, 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 right. And, 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 I, and the reason I looked at that is because they same year, and Jokic was a second-round pick, and under, under held, not heralded like that. And I said to myself, Jokic's a better player than him. Jokic, Jokic, or at that point, Jokic wasn't the Jokic he is now. He took a big jump, but then he was, he was a better, already a better rebounder, you know, more fundamentally sound. He didn't have the athletic ability that Porzingis mm-hmm. has, but he killed him. I think he had like 35 points on him, and, and mm-hmm. the, way, the way he did it, and I started questioning. I said, you know what? Porzingis may not be as good as I think he is. And then, but we dodged the bullet. That's all I can say. We dodged the bullet. And then now, right now, even though Porzingis is still young, there's no comparison because Jokic has continued to get better, you know? Right, right, and again, and the thing with Jokic, right. say, just Denver had a great year this year. What they did, yeah, they did. No, what they, yeah, what they, they did. did. I'm say what they did is very rare in NBA history when you have your best two players are under 25 years old and you even make the playoffs. It, it, it's it rarely happens. It happens once in a while. Not too often. Mm. But they didn't. Just, they didn't just make the playoffs. They went to the second round. And he got. They went to the you know seventh game. It, it hardly ever happens in the NBA when your your top two players are under twenty five. Plus, they had injuries all year to all their other right. Players. So they had a that's right. Year. This was a big jump for them. And this was a right. thing about the NBA. There's no shortcuts. This was their learning experience year. Every every that's team. Right. That's right. That's right. Every, every team that's a great team goes through that. And they're, that's they're, right. They're two year. They're two years away. From being a great team, they probably will win. They may be the number one seed next year, but you, they still got to go through some more pain because Murray's only twenty-one years old, too, too young. Right. But then, two, like you saw, Embiid went through this year. Murray will go through that next year. In the NBA, there's no skipping steps. You got to go through it. Right. Everybody, That's right. That's right. Talk about it. You're right. Absolutely. LeBron Absolutely. His trip to his ninth year. You, you, his ninth right. year. Michael Jordan in seventh year. Even Curry. Right. Curry's twenty three right. years. It's like like forty eight or one hundred and fourteen. <laughs> you know, yeah, so, so yeah. you have to go through the process, and you need that right veteran there too. So they had a great year. That's what I'm saying. They had a great year. What do you think about the Sixers? Talk about the Sixers here a little bit. Where where do you where, where do you um, you know, put the Sixers at man for all the you know all the talking that they did, and then Joel and Embiid ended up crying after they lose in Game okay. Seven. Uh, talk talk about the Sixers a little bit. Okay, but the six, I felt this. I felt that Sixers management. I felt that was a smart move. They took a swing. You know, they went and got Butler. They went and got Tobias Harris. They had it. They took a shot. And you know, the only, only problem, the big problem with the Sixers was when the playoffs came. Playoffs came. That starting lineup, which was the first, which was the first starting lineup in NBA history, where every starter averaged 17 points a game, had only played 10 games together. So they had no chemistry. The Nets were not on their level, so they were able to beat the Nets. They had no chemistry. And but again, Ooh. I feel the same yeah, thing. Yeah. You're, you know, you're, you're, um, I mean, Simmons has to get better. No question, but he has to start looking for a shot. But in for Embiid, this him crying. And losing was the best thing for him because when you see a player, an athlete of that caliber, hurt like that, that means he wanted to win. He wanted to win, and he was shocked that he lost. So he's going to come back. Oh, man, come on, Mr. Come on, Mr. Little John. Come on now. I'm, I'm, I, I, listen, you my man in the whole nine. I got nothing but respect for you to the ultimate. But listen, I'm going to tell you like this. What happened was he was so ready to talk and laugh at people Talk about how he was going to the Eastern Conference Finals and his feelings was hurt. 
and he started crying, and he didn't know what else to do. He couldn't run. He couldn't hide. His stomach wasn't bubbling no more. His knees wasn't hurting. I'm like, come on now. Come on now, Mr. Little John. Come on now. Come on now. I, I, if they had they won that game, if they had won that game, he would have been, ah, 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 ah. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? He would have been talking for 20 days. But guess what? It's the same thing. No matter how good you are, you still got to get humbled. No matter how good right, you are. You're right. Exactly. You're right. You're right. And he got humbled. I, I mean, I Crying like that since Oliver McCall, man. Yeah, he was hurt. <laughs> <laughs> he was hurt and shocked. But you know what? That's going to make him better. That's going to make him better. Yo, I, I, listen, yeah, listen. I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at you at all. Oh, man, I, I definitely, you know, I get your point of what you're saying. I'm just, I'm just kind of like tripping off of the fact how, you know, and you know, kind of like makes a mockery of the game and tries to say little slick stuff. And again, you have to get humble. You're absolutely correct. You, and, and that doesn't just go with the NBA. It's every sport. You got to get humble, yo. You know what I mean? I remember, I remember, you know, and I know you remember Bob Welch striking out Reggie Jackson in the World Series. And then we remember what happened after that. You know what I mean? So, I mean, again, everybody has their moment. Remember when LeBron? Remember when LeBron went to um with him? Chris Chris Bosh came to join Wade. And they said four championships, and then they didn't win. The, they, didn't, they didn't win the first year. Remember that? I was so glad. I was so glad when Dallas beat them. I was so glad <laughs> when Dirk Nowitzki beat them. I was so this. glad. Think, think about this. Remember that when Dallas that? Think about Aries, but think about Aries. But think about I was so that. happy. He never had no no bad finals anymore. Think about that. He had to go for that. You know. Well, I mean, you, you know, I mean, as far as LeBron is concerned, man, I, I think that, you know, um, he he, he kind of like took this year off, you know, it, it didn't work out the way he thought it was going to work out in L.A. I, I knew that was going to happen. You know what I mean? Not the injury situation. I just knew that they weren't going to make the playoffs. And I don't want to hear this about they was in fourth place at Christmas time. I'm not interested in that. That's nothing. That don't do nothing for me. Oh, they was in fourth place at Christmas time when he got hurt. So what? What place was they in at the end of the season? Saying like I'm, I'm not really, I'm not really with that. You know what I mean? That's not really good I, enough I, for me. I, I didn't like the composition of the team, though. I mean, in terms of the, the, I was, to me, some of the moves they went were very questionable. I thought I was very right, yeah, right, yeah. Very I mean, you know, they played, they played defense, they played defense for about two, two weeks when they, when they first got Tyson Chandler. They played defense for about two weeks. Exactly. That's when they made their first. That's when they made their first. Yeah, game. when they first. Yeah, yep. When they first got Tyson Chandler, I was like, oh, okay, they got Tyson Chandler to play. I remember saying that. You know what I mean? But yeah, man. Um, I just, I, I, you know, I, 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 I'm glad. I'm glad. Said, man, he ain't nobody cry like that since Alvin McCall. I'm weak. Right. <laughs> 
That was powerful. Yeah, that was powerful. Also, also seeing Casal console them, that was deep too. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, everybody has their moment, and you know, he gonna live it down and whatever. You know what I'm saying? But now they got they got bigger fish to fry. You know, is is Jimmy Butler gonna stay? Are they gonna keep Tobias Harris? There's a difference between if Jimmy Butler's gonna stay in Philly and if they're gonna keep Tobias Harris. I think that there's a difference. Ben Simmons definitely has to find his jump shot somewhere. He's got to definitely find it, you know what I mean? And Joel Embiid has to, you know, figure out how he's going to play between at least, you know, 70, 70, 70, 70 75 games next year. At least 70, 75 games next year. At least. Do you think they're going to be able to keep – do you think they'll be able to both of them? Tobias and Jimmy Butler? Well, they, they can, yeah. if they want to, they can. It's just it's a matter of if just Tobias and Jimmy want to stay. I mean, Elton, right. Brand, Elton Brand, the GM, has already said publicly that he's willing to max them both out. But the thing about it is, it's like do both of them want to stay there. I mean, Tobias Harris may feel that he'd be, I mean, at first he was like a fit, but he may, he may want to go somewhere else. You, you never know. You never know. Mm-hmm. 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 I, yeah, I, man. I, I, think, I think Butler's the key, though. I think Butler's the key because Butler's that yeah. veteran. We remember when he first came there, it was a big chemistry issue with him when he first got there. And I always was telling people just, like, let let it play out because, you know, I didn't like how he left out of Minnesota. And for him, to, you know, it started up again down in Philadelphia. It was, but no, it was, the sa- it was the same thing. It was the same thing when he left, when he left Philadelphia. It was like um, Carl Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins wasn't doing that, wasn't pulling their weight. Right, so he gets, he gets, and, and then he gets to Philadelphia. He gets to Philadelphia, and I said this when they first got when Jimmy Butler first got with the Sixers. I said, wait till he find out that Ben Simmons ain't got no jumper, and Joel Embiid is gonna be one, of, is gonna be hurt all the time. Wait till, I mean, it's gonna be good in the beginning, and it was, it was good. You know what I mean? Then and then Butler had his little flare up or whatever, whatever. But then I said, you know what? They have the most talented team in the NBA in the Eastern Conference. They can either go all the way to the finals or they can get beat in the second round. It's either all with them. And then what happens after that? You know what? What happens in between is going to dictate whether Butler's going to stay because it's up to them whether they're going to keep Tobias Harris or not. If right. they keep Butler, Tobias Tobias Harris could you know either he can stay or he can go if they keep Tobias if they keep Butler. It don't really matter what Tobias Harris do. You know what I'm saying? But, I, I, you know, I, I feel like, you know, right now I'm just more worried about as, as being a Knicks fan, you know, uh, what we're going to do and how we're going to get better. Because, again, you know, Vegas got us at 20 to 1 to get to the finals next year. I'm like, wow, where, 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 what is this? What do, they, what do they know that I don't know? They got us 20 to 1. The Knicks are like the Cleveland Browns now all of a sudden. All of a sudden, you know Cleveland Browns. Nah, nah, not yet. No, 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 no. We're not yet because we don't got nobody. Right. Cleveland yeah. Browns got everybody. We don't got nobody oh, yet. Oh wait a minute. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so they got. Hold on, they got the Knicks twenty to one. That's not with the assumption of Durant and Kyrie. That's just right that's now. The, that's the, with the Knicks twenty to one to go to the oh. finals next year. Next year. Oh, yep. That's, Without that's, that's, yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. But what, what, what was you going to say, George? Um, oh no! With, with with the Knicks, the thing is, I hope. But I hope. If, let's say hypothetically, worst case, uh-huh. they they don't get Durant or they don't get you know one of the, the premier guys. I just hope they don't overpay the wrong person. That's that's my my concern. Yeah, right, 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 right. Like like I think Tobias Harris is a really good ball player and he's local, but I would not max him out on the Knicks. You know, I would not. I hope they don't do like that. I like. I, How about Butler? 
I, I can see other, but but it depends on who else, what the rest of the team composition is. It would depend on what the rest of the rest, rest of the team composition is, you know. Well, I, I agree with you about Max not the wrong players. You don't want the Knicks to go ahead and sign DeMarcus Cousins to a Max contract, something like that, along those lines. Only if it's only but, for, one, for one year, I wouldn't mind, but that's it. It goes back to what you said about believing in the front office now. I think, I think, I think after the Knicks pulled off the Porzingis trade and got rid of Hardaway and Courtney Lee, I don't think that this Knicks management team is going to take on such a take a bad contract or even sign a bad contract. I don't see it happening. <laughs> I, I agree with you. I, I have confidence that they'll if they if they if I have, I have the same kind of confidence. I just they'll don't panic. You know. Hey, what would be what would be what would be a a ceiling? You know, what two players would be the ceiling for the Knicks, and what two players uh, in free agency would be the floor for the Knicks? What would be the ceiling? Yeah, what would be the two best players that they can get in free agency as opposed to a worst-case scenario? Durant, Durant and Kawhi. <laughs> that's, the, that's, that, that's, the, <laughs> that's the best-case scenario, right? Durant and Kawhi, right? That would put them in the ceiling. That will put them at the top of the rope. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay, so okay, on the opposite spectrum and, of and, that, and, and, and it would never happen because you know a couple of years ago, um, Durant had he apologized, but a couple of years ago, uh, when Kawhi started breaking out, um, Durant said that Kawhi was a um, a, a system player. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, KD said that Kawhi was a. Remember, he was you know, when he started breaking out in San Antonio. KD said he's a good player, but he's a system player. Basically, he was trying to say that it was the San Antonio system that was making Kawhi look good. You know, mm. but, then, but but this year, mm. this season, he took it back and apologized. But oh, but he better have. <laughs> he hey, better listen, have. listen, we gonna we we gonna we gonna take a pause to the cards, man, for a quick minute. You gonna hang out with me, man? You gonna hang out with me for 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 a little while? We gonna go a little bit while longer, but we gonna take a quick pause to the cards. I got my man um, George in the house with me. I got OG Wood. I got Sean Stewart in the house. This is after further review, man. We came on a little late tonight, but we still doing it, man. Doing it like we do it in Kamikaze style, man. Hang out with us, man. We in the building, 954-246-0398. We're going to take a quick pause for the cause. Canadian Aquatic Auctions, the place to be if you are into anything aquatic. Nelson Fletcher, owner and operator, has years of experience and wants to help you better achieve your aquatic needs and goals. So if you're an aquatic hobbyist and enthusiast, please visit Canadian Aquatic Auctions today. Their public auctions provide a venue to remarket all aquatic-related products, services, and equipment. If you are just starting out in the hobby, the site has a tack room where you can converse with other aquatic hobbyists like yourself. Canadian Aquatic Auctions is the eBay of everything aquatic. So visit Nelson at his site at www.aquariumauctions.ca or go check out his Facebook page as well at www.facebook.com slash Canadian Aquatic Sales. Together we can build lasting relationships that are based on listening and servicing your needs in a professional environment. Canadian Aquatic Auctions. Hey! 
This is Rex Scott of the band X Center. I don't need to tell you how much porn dominates the internet. It is so spiritually destructive and it's easy to get hooked, but there is a way out. Log on to the number one Christian porn site, triplexchurch.com, and download free accountability software. Or get involved with Triple X Church's online recovery support. Triplexchurch.com. Say no to the bunny and become an X Center. What if I didn't come from a famous family? What if I didn't have all their support? What if I couldn't finish my education? What if I didn't have all these opportunities? Believe me, it wouldn't be pretty. Pause before you play. Do you want to capture the best memories you can? Is wanting to preserve those memories your goal? Do you want your memories to last a lifetime? Do you want your memories to look beautiful in pictures? Well, if you live in Southern Oregon or Northern California, there's one place that you can save those treasures for a lifetime. Grateful Heart Photography. Abigail Summers is your solution for capturing your favorite moments and memories like birthdays, graduations, weddings, family portraits, single shots, and more. She can also capture the finest scenery shots around and make them available all across the country and around the world at a price that can suit your budget. So if you're looking for the right photographer that can preserve your legacy, look no further than Abigail Summers at Grateful Heart Photography. Call Abby at 541-890-4657 or message her at her Facebook page by searching Grateful Heart Photography. Much of her work is displayed there. Feel grateful for the memories captured by Grateful Heart Photography. My name's James. For six years, I was a garbage can druggie. I would do any kind of drug I would get my hands on. But here at Teen Challenge, I've walked away from that drug lifestyle for good. If you know an adult or teenager who is struggling with a chemical addiction, Teen Challenge is there to help. Please, don't wait. Call us today at 417-862-6969 or reach us on the web at teenchallengeusa.com. I'm Marie Osmond. Choices. Some are minor, others life-changing. But what if your small choices matter the most, like the stairs or the elevator, baked or fried? What if these small choices determine if you'll be the one out of every three women who die of heart disease this year? These choices might not seem life-changing today, but women are dying of heart disease at the rate of almost one per minute. Luckily, it's mostly preventable. Choose to act. Our hearts, our choice. Make your choice at GoRedForWomen.org. It may not happen in six months, it may not happen in a year, it may not happen in two years, but at some point, my dream is going to become a reality. The Harley Race Wrestling Academy, the greatest wrestling school on God's green earth, where champions aren't born, they're made. If you have the passion, the motivation, and the dream to become a professional wrestler, then make the right decision. Investing in your future starts right here at the Harley Race Wrestling Academy. For more information, go to harleyrace.com.
Make your choice right now. Skis Watch and Clock, 106 West Central Avenue, Winter Haven, Florida, 33880. Located downtown across from the main post office. When you're short on time, he's right on time. For all of your watch, clock, sales, and service needs, call Skis, 863-294-5630. Sales, service, free estimates, and reasonable rate. That's 863-294-5630 for Skis Watch and Clock.
everybody get up, it's time to slam now. We got the real jam going down. Welcome to the Space Jam. Here's your chance, do your dance at the Space Jam. All right. Back in the building, man. This is after further review 2.0, aka the sideline pass. We put in some overtime tonight, making it do what it do. Shout out to my man Wacko Bob holding me down behind the board. Shout out to Action VR Network. Shout out to Mixler.com. We are in the building 954-246-0398. I got my man in the house with me, George Little John. Man, he knows what he's talking about. Man, I, I wish I could have him on more often, man. But um, it's, it's good to have him on when he has some time. I got my man Hollywood in the house with me. I got my man Sean Stewart in the house with me. I ain't talked to him in a minute either, but it's all good, man. Know what I mean? And um, to all you Knicks fans out there, man, it, it's going to be all right. It's, it's going to be all right. You know what I mean? We, we, we get reports of people on the Verrazano Bridge and, you know what I mean? And, 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 and they, they walk they walking around in the days. You know what I mean? They they, they try, you know, they want to go get they they want to go get a chopped cheese, but they, you know, their emotions is getting the best of them right now. It's gonna be all right, New York City. It's gonna be all right. Word up, we gonna be all right. Um, this is what we do, man. Tuesday night, we in the building, man. We 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 doing the aftermath of of the uh, uh, 2019 NBA draft lottery. I I got some good cats in the building with me, man. We we chopping it up, having some fun, man. Um, shout out to everybody in the chat room. All right, peace to y'all. Um, real quick, man, um, Michigan coach John Boling leads Michigan to go coach the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, what's the, what's, what was your first thought when you heard his name, uh, being attached to the Cavaliers job? Well, I want to know who the hell that was, first of all. Second of all, I was wondering why he was, uh, offered a longer contract than anybody else was offered to coach the Los Angeles Lakers. That's all I was thinking about. That's all I thought about. I was like, damn, he got more. He got more years than uh, my boy Frank Vogel, and more than they wanted to give uh, Tyron Lue. I'm glad we didn't hire. I mean, the rookie coach. Hope he does well with Cleveland. Gonna be a learning experience. It's gonna be a rough time for him out there. I hope he has the patience. I hope the uh, organization has the patience. Um, I, I feel like you know. At first, I, I felt like, wow, that that came out of nowhere. But 
you know, his name had been, you know, mentioned, you know, um, you know, in, in, in the loop, you know, for a, a couple of years now, um, you know, a Michigan team that, you know, really um, was getting his bearings back, you know, being that, that team that everybody expects to see at Michigan. Um, and, you know, for him to leave, you know, kind of like, you know, says, hey, I, I'm going to take my game to the next level. And I'm not mad at him for that. You know, but um, again, I think um, what the Cavaliers are doing, I think they're just trying to, you know, erase all, you know, remnants of, you know, anything that has anything to do with LeBron, man. You know, and, and I'm not mad at that and let them do what they do. I just thought that that was, you know, a, a strange, a, a different move. You know, Frank Vogel going to the Lakers, you know, that to me, that screamed of like, yo, we just going to snatch up anybody that's going to listen to LeBron. You know, and he's got Jason Kidd as one of his assistants. I'm like, okay, you know, that 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 could work, I guess. You know what I'm saying? But um, George, what, what what's your thoughts on uh, on on what, on what the Lakers could possibly do? Um, and we're gonna talk a little bit more basketball, but I want to get into some baseball before we get up out of here. What the, what could the Lakers do? Yeah. Um, I think well. They got to get some shooters. You know, they got to get some shooters. I think that the team is poorly constructed. Like last year, I, I understood getting Rondo maybe to help out with ball, but then you bring Rondo in, you bring Lance Stevenson in, you bring all these ball dominant guys, and, and, and LeBron is ball dominant, and Ingram, your best young player, is ball dominant. The chemistry has to be off. I think that they have to, the team is poorly constructed. I think, you know, especially at this stage of LeBron's career, he needs some mm-hmm. shooters who can help spread the floor. So I think that they got to figure that out. I mean, but then the whole thing with Vogel, Vogel's a good coach, but um, Jason Kidd has a reputation of being cutthroat. <laughs> and I think mm-hmm. that bringing, bringing, they're saying they're bringing Jason <laughs> to help with ball, but they, we know right. that Jason Kidd had Nets' cutthroat. He was, he was cutthroat in the Bucks. That's his history. And so, you know, basically, I'm waiting to see how long that's going to last. And then, usually, a coach can bring in his own staff. That, that's, a, to me, a recipe for failure, where you hire a coach, but he can't bring in his own assistant. That's a recipe for failure. Right, right, right. Wow, man. I, I, you know, yeah, yeah, Jason Kidd always been shifty. You know what I mean? Yeah, go ahead, man. Oh, my God. Oh my God! It's a pure, it's a poor, it's a pure, pure, pure disaster. First of all, this is just reports here. This whole Tyron little thing about him with the six-year contract, whatever how many year contract he wanted, was absolutely absurd. Then to have them say they wanted Jason Kidd to be his right hand man, I guess, was even worse. Then they said Kurt Rambis had something to do with the decision making. Then they said Magic Johnson even had some words to say. Then I heard Phil Jackson, who I thought who I thought died. He's back in, in, in everybody's ear. I mean, Jesus Christ! <laughs> then they tried to call Jerry. Then they tried to call Jerry West. I mean, like, damn, who are you gonna call next? Doctor Buck from out of the grave? Like, I was like, no. what's going on here? It's bad. It's bad. And it's all because they're going to cater to one man who is. To me, well past his prime. I mean, I love LeBron James. I love him as a player. But he's well past his prime. And it's like he's the one running the Lakers. Like, who's signing the check? Every time I always talk and been about this, I always say the same thing. Who's signing the checks now? The players or the owners? The owners need to take back control of these teams and stop letting these 
sorry players dictate who's going to come and go. If you don't want to play for the coach, get out. That's it. Find yourself somebody who wants to come and play for a coach. You can't have you can't have a player telling you what to do every minute. I mean, hey, you want to give suggestions, fine, but you cannot give a player this much power and control because it's going to lead to a disaster. Where the Lakers messed up at is when they tried to trade for Anthony Davis. When they sat there and went public with it, and was it was it was in demand. Like I'm going to get rid of you, 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 and you. You can't do that with a bunch of under 25 year old. You can't do that with a bunch of players. Period. But for a bunch of players that's been in the league for three years or less, I mean, hey, it's like, hey, you don't trust us. We know you want to get better, but what are you really saying about our game? And that's when they made the first biggest, biggest mistake. It wasn't so much bringing LeBron in to La La Land. It wasn't so much about bringing LeBron in. Hey, if they had to do it all over again, they'd probably bring him back in. But it's the way they mismanaged things. It's the way they handle things, and it's getting worse. So that's the problem with going on the Lakers plan. I wish, I wish Showtime comes back, but it can't come back unless the organization gets control of their organization. And it starts today. You got Frank Vogel's uh, coach. LeBron doesn't want to pay attention to Frank Vogel or whatever the case might be. Frank, you have to go out there and coach for your for your job. You have to remember, you're trying to keep a job. You're not trying to please one player. You're trying to keep a job. And if this job don't work, get another job. But with people out there seeing that you have no control over your own locker room, how do you, how do you expect for yourself to keep employed in this league? It's sad, man. It's sad. It really is. It's really sad. I don't like what's happening out there. I think it's going to be even worse. You know, poor Frank, you know, gets out to a 6-6 six and six record. He's out. It comes Jason Kidd. You know, my whole thing, as I was saying earlier, if you wanted to have Jason Kidd, if you wanted Jason Kidd so bad, why the hell did they just didn't offer him the head coaching position and keep him moving? Like, I don't understand this movement that went on here. I don't. Just somebody explain it to me. And, and, and then well, Jason Kidd's control. The thing I'll say about Jason Kidd on the positive side, you know, um, when he was the when he was with the Nets, he did something really creative. You know, when the, you know, when he bought when he made Livingston the starting point guard and moved Kid and moved um, um, D. Will to the two, and then remember he played that lineup with Pierce at the four and Johnson at the three. That was an old team, and Garnett at the five. That was an old team. But he got the best of them by moving like moving it like that, and then he helped develop um, Giannis. No question. When he made Giannis a point guard two years ago, that did help Giannis. But all that being said, mm. he's still he's still cutthroat. <laughs> right, right, right. Ask 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 Jimmy Jackson. <laughs> but yeah, um, you know what I'm saying. But yeah, yeah, man. Um, this is after further review. He, he claims he never met. He claims that he never met Tony Braskin. So you know. Okay, no. Well, again, no. I go back to the whole thing of if if if, if we wanted him that bad, why is he the assistant coach and not right. the head coach? Definitely. That's Definitely. what that's what that's the answer to the question that I don't think anyone. I don't. I don't. I'm, that's what's puzzling to me. Why are you not the head coach? Are you there just to be like a spy for the? I, I stop. It's no. It's, it can't even come up with any logical reason. Explanation of what it, it, in the it's hell? A, it's, a, it's a potential disaster. Potential. It's not a potential disaster. It's already a disaster. Because who's to say 
Frank comes in with his ideas, kids and his ideas. One person is telling LeBron one thing, the other one is telling them another thing. Or, or not just LeBron, the other players on the team. Who do you go to when you're having a problem? Oh, am I going to my assistant coach who's really a head coach, Jason Kidd? You know, that, that, Frank's not going to have any respect in that locker room. It, it, this is terrible. This is brutal. This, this, is, this is beyond anything I've ever seen before in my life. And, I, I mean, I don't know if you watched uh, Stephen A. Smith or and the other guy. What's his name? Uh, the big heavy set guy there. Um, Greenwood, whatever his name is. They were going. I mean, Stephen A. Smith was about to jump off the TV screen the other day reporting all this. Oh, God. I really don't really be talking about Stephen A like that, yo. I really don't, you know what I mean? He don't really, really move, you know what I mean? <laughs> really matter to me like that, you know what I'm saying? But shout out to shout out to Stephen A, but, you know, I, I just don't really, you know, it, all that, that yelling and screaming don't really do nothing for me, man. But, um, yeah, I, I, I mean, like, yo, uh, as far as right now, all the, all the you know, all the, you know, hoopla is over. Everybody knows where they're going to be, you know, landing at as far as the draft is concerned, man. New Orleans got the number one pick. Memphis got number two. And the Knicks got number three. So, you know, do with it, you know, what you will. Um, we're going to shift gears a little bit, man. we got a few minutes left, man. We're going to shift gears a little bit. First of all, I'd like to thank everybody for, for rocking with me, man. Now, I mean, I know we came on a little bit late tonight, but we still got it in. You know what I'm saying? Um... Um, my Yankees, real quick, man. Um, we looking like a mass unit out there. We looking like the Walking Dead out there, but we still a half game out of first place. Um, I'm not mad at that at all. Um, I, I, I just wanted to get you know Hollywood's thought on that, and I wanted to get um, George's thoughts on the Mets real quick before we get up out of here. Hollywood, what's your thoughts on the Yankees, man? Even though we, you know we looking good, even though we don't have our, our, our lineup out there. I love what I see. I love what I see. I really do. I was a little, well, you know, when we lose two games in a row, I'm concerned. You know, that's how that goes. But um, I, I, at the beginning of the year, I figured, you know, we went through the whole walking wounded business. We're starting to get a little healthy. It was sad that we had to put Duhar back on the disabled list. We did yeah. get Aaron Hicks. We did get Aaron Hicks back. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for Stanton. I'm waiting for Judge. I'm right. waiting for Didi, who now is Didi's in extended spring training now. I mean, hey, I mean, I mean, if, if we get everybody back, all our hitters back, I mean that that could be that. I mean, that could be dangerous. I mean, it could be really dangerous. And I tell you something, I got to shout out somebody on the Yankees that I didn't think that was that good. DJ, DJ, I, I, I didn't, I didn't think he was DJ good. DJ Lemayo, what? I didn't, you no, crazy? I didn't. I, I didn't what? Know. I mean, I'm for DJ LeMay, who got a batting title, sir. You crazy? DJ LeMay, was nice. I was like, what? The Yankees got DJ LeMay, I was like, okay. You know what I mean? But, yeah, man, um, yeah, you, you're absolutely right, man. And, I mean, everybody's coming through. You know, Luke Boyd is, 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 is still doing his numbers. You know what I mean? Um, we're getting help from everybody, you know, a different player every night. You know, and I think that that, you know, we're in May right now, you know me. If you follow me and been rocking with me, man, I don't really, really get caught up with the baseball hype until Memorial Day. That's the first point where I get really, you know, start really talking about it a lot. Um, and I like where we are. You know, so can you imagine if, you know, our lineup was, and I don't really like to do the imagine hypothetical thing, but, you know, if our lineup was where, you know, where it's supposed to be, we would be killing everybody right now. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. So, again, you know, I'm glad that we're only a half game out with our lineup, you know, not even, you know, 30% there. You know what I'm saying? So, again, I'm glad with that. Um, George, real quick, talk about um, uh, uh, the Mets real quick, man. What's your, thought, or what's your thoughts on them, man? Um, it looks like this season is going, you know, is going south. <laughs> As usual. Like, you know, it, it was a little better than last year this time. Um, but I'm concerned. I'm concerned. I mean, I think that they have a better place than they were last year, because last year the team was, was too one-dimensional, and at least there's some young blood in there. So it, but it doesn't look good right now. It doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. Um, Mets are going to have to trade one of their. Mets, I'm sorry, the Mets are going to have to trade one of those big pitchers to get them a really big top. Even even last year, now even last year they started off 11 and two. They started off last year 11 and two. You know what I mean? But they started off they went 11, but then when the bottom fell out, it fell out real bad. Yeah, man. Yeah. But this, this year, you know, Alonzo is a, the best rookie they've had in a long time. You know, mm-hmm. and and they 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 you know they took a shot with him and he's, he he seems to be legit, and you know the kid McNeil, this is second year he's hitting. I'm I'm shocked he's really a hitter, but he's like you know right. young players and then the shortstop. That's the thing I like is different. The shortstop, you know, like he you know they have like a few young players that really mm-hmm. you know are good. You know they they're mm-hmm. real and Cano's gonna hit. We know that Cano Cano right. Cano's really gonna hit. So that but. I think that um, they're so injury prone, and right now the re- the relief pitching is horrible. That's the that's the that's the right. big weakness. Is the relief pitching? That's the big weakness. No doubt, no doubt. And and again, man, you know the Mets, you know, at twenty and twenty right now, you know, shredded water. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I I mean, you know, it, it is what it is with them, man. I gotta give them their respect. You know, like I said, Pete Alonso is is mashing the ball. You know what I mean? Um, they're still holding on to those pitches, you know, Syndergaard, DeGrom, and, you know, those guys. Um, but as far as my Yankees are concerned, man, we're still doing what we do. Um, I was really excited the first couple of nights for Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know what I mean, he, you know, I, I watched the first couple of games when they played, when they played Oakland, you know, and, and, and again, you know, he, he's going to be beloved, but I think he's going to have to, you know, you know, find his game. You know what I mean? You know, they're, you know the, the hype is there already. The, the crowd is there already. They're cheering for you already. All you got to do is produce. You know what I'm saying? Um, the first, the first uh, fly ball, he got the deep left field. They thought it was gone. He thought it was gone. And, um, you know, he, it, 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 it was, he had one in track power. You know, I noticed that he hits a lot of balls to the opposite field. You know what I mean? Um, he, you know, he said he's a nice third baseman. Defensively, he's nice. But, you know, I think that the, the gloss is worn off really quickly as far as, you know, that's concerned with Vladimir Guerrero Jr. I still think he's going to be a nice player. I hope he's going to be a great player. But I, I just think that um, at the end of the day, you know, it is what it is. And then Toronto still has a couple more guys that, um, you know, that are going to come up that you're going to see this year. Um, Dante Bichette's son, Bo Bichette. He's nice. So, you know, he's, he's going to come up and... That's Dante Bichette's son. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's Dante Bichette's son. Yeah, 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 yeah. The old uh, Blake Street Bombers, Colorado Rockies. Yeah, that's that's Dante Bichette's son. Yeah, so... You know you're getting older... You know you're getting old when these players remember them and then they're playing. Oh, yeah, man. What? Oh, my God. Like, you know... And and you know what, George? I think that um, with um, Fernando Rodney... I think he's the last after Fernando Rodney is is retired from baseball. It'll be no more players that were born after two thousand. Wow. 
That's crazy. That is crazy. That is, I, 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 I don't understand. I, yeah, you know you get old when you when, when you when you compare to, when you see something like that in the news. Yeah. But yeah, man, I, I mean, you know, it, it, it's been wild, man, and, and it, it just speaks to you know us being able to you know go back and remember when you know um, you know uh, 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 say for example. Um, Yogi Berra was playing, you know, maybe little people might be a little older. Then, you know, we watched Dale Berra play. Uh, right. You know, uh, we watched Bob Boone play. Now, you know, they watched Brett Boone. They watched Aaron Boone. You know, we watched, you know, uh, you know uh, King Griffey Sr. play. So we got to watch King Griffey Jr., you know. Bobby Bonds and Barry Bonds. Yeah, yeah, yeah Bobby and Barry. Harry Bonds, you know what I mean? Down the line like that. So, again, man, it's really, really dope. And, and to watch the development. You know what I'm saying? And, and watch them developing the players. Like, are they going to be as good as their father? You know what I mean? Right. And, you know, some of them make you forget about their father. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know? But, again, man, it, it, it's really dope to see that. And hopefully that, you know, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and the rest of those guys can continue, you know, um, on the tradition that they, you know, that their dads, you know, uh, laid out for them. Um, before we get up out of here, man, I, I, I want to thank, you know, Hollywood again. I want to thank you, uh, Mr. Little John, for, for checking in with me. Everybody in the chat room, man, we got on a little late tonight, but it's all good. Um, 59 to 48, we got a third quarter score in the uh, game one of the Western Conference Finals. Um, anybody you want to shout out, man, real quick before we get out of here? I'm going to start with you, Hollywood. Hollywood? Hollywood, Hollywood is making cookies right now. He's he owes a, he owes the Girl Scouts some cookies. Um, yeah. So so we still got we still got George in the building. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. All right, anybody you want to you know talk to? Yeah. Shout out before we get up out of here. I, I, I want to shout out my better half Monet for putting up with me. Hope that you know she's putting putting up with me and thank you for being there. And anybody who's listening who wasn't able to get through, we'll get you next time. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Miss Monet really get better. That's my man. He's a good guy right there. You know what I mean? He always looks out. So hopefully uh, everything's everything. Um, everybody that was in the chat room, I appreciate y'all. Everybody else trying to get through on the line. Um, talk to talk to Wacko Bob. Send the emails to Wacko Bob. You know what I mean? But um, everything's everything. We here. We in the building doing what we do. Um, Sean Stewart is in the house with me. Um, is he still? Is he, is he still on the line, Sean? You still here? Yes, I am. Uh, you want to shout out anybody, anything before we get up out of here, yo? Hey, I'd like to shout out to the Action Network. They're doing big, real things, and I heard they're getting a lot of live sport events, so I got to congratulate the Wacko Bob, and I'll be back in the air somewhere between August and September in the morning slot this time, so uh, I'll keep you posted. I appreciate you, fam. And hey, hey yo, man, don't be a stranger, man. Always. Don't come through. Don't 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 just come through because the NBA draft lottery. You know what I mean? Right. All right. That's my man Sean Stewart right there. Thank you, man. I appreciate you. Um, listen, man. Check this out, man. This is me, the mayor. Real quick, I'm gonna do a I'm gonna do a bridge version of the three minute rant, and then we gonna get out of here. Listen, man. Um, right now, as far as you know, um, what is is getting ready to go on as far as the NBA is concerned. Uh, we saw a little bit of it tonight. You know, the next part of it is going to be the NBA draft. That's going to be the next dramatic part. But I think the thing that's going to seal it all is going to happen on July the 1st at 12.01 a.m. That's what, you know, I, yeah, I, I, I've been talking about this forever, man. 
And, you know, if you've been listening to the show, and I appreciate everybody that has been rocking with me, man, um, I've always said that this particular NBA season was like a tax write-off. We was just waiting to get, you know, the, the, the free agent list was so, was so dope. It had so many names on there. You couldn't lose. How my man Omar said on the wire, even if I miss, I'm the, I can't miss. You know what I'm saying? So, again, um, you know, who cares about LeBron going to the Lakers? Who cares about, you know, um, this season really kind of like being, you know, uh, waiting for you know, Zion Williamson to come out? Who cares? You know what I mean? Let's just get to that. So we're on our way to that. Tonight started it. Um, Zion Williamson will probably be taken by the New Orleans Pelicans. You know what I mean? The Knicks are going to get the third pick of the draft. I'm good with that. I'm so good with that. You know what I mean? As a Knicks fan. So I hope that people um, can, you know, get their reality checks together. It's all right to, you know, have you know have caviar dreams like my man Robin used to say. But, you know, always be able to come back to reality, man, and, and not feel like you played yourself. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? That, and, and that's that, man. I'm going to get out of here, man. Thanks to Wacko Bob for, for holding me down. Thanks to uh, Mr. Little John for holding me down. Check out the um, season ticket on Facebook, man. Check out Knicks Nation on Facebook, man. Check out After Further Review on Facebook. I got an article in a magazine called Validated. Uh, shout out to Eric Sermon. That's Eric Sermon's uh, magazine. I do the sports over there. Um, I got a, I got, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I got a magazine. I got an um, article over there on, on a group called The Lost Disciples, man. I think you should check that article out. It's really dope. They're doing something that's really, really big. And, um, yeah, I, I, I don't want to get into the details and give it away, but shout out to Jerome. Shout out to Diz, the whole East New York crew. All right, the whole Flatbush unit. My man Chris in Philly, you know what I mean? Um, the whole Chicago crew, everybody, man, check out the article. It's in Validated Magazine online. Um, the physical copies will be out sometime this week. That's the one with Smith and Wesson on the cover. And uh, I do my thing, man, so um, check me out. Um, if you want to get at me, I'm on Twitter, at RMDES. I, I got the um, joint going on on Facebook after further review. I, I got um, a show on Monday nights what about that game, California. Radio Tuesday night, you already know what it is. After further review, 2.0, aka the sideline pass. Wednesdays, I got Chris Metal Radio. Saturdays, I got the Sports Spitter Show with DJ Scratch. You know what I'm saying? And um, shout out to my homies over there at Fresh Slander Radio, man. Harlem Fresh 125 and Mad Slander. I do that show Friday nights, Saturday nights, and Sunday nights from 9 to 11 p.m. So I'm all over the place, man. I write, you know what I mean? I talk sports, I talk hip hop, get at me. Um, and that's basically that. All right, we're going to get up out of here, man. Thank you for everybody for checking me out and listening. Um, I'm, I'm not hard to get along with. I'm not hard to reach. All right, get at me when you get the vibe. I talk my sports when I talk my sports. All right, we're going to get out of here. Bob, take us home, man. We out.